I've been a photographer since I was a kid. Uh, took thousands of photographs over the years. Uh, back in the day, of course, it was black and white negative film and sometimes slides and sometimes color film. That was a little more expensive, so I didn't do it that much. Black and white was fun because I could uh, do that in bulk and cut it in any whatever you know size for the cassettes that I wanted to. Uh, my dad was a photographer, uh, a hobbyist, and he got a dark room, so I learned how to develop uh, the negatives and then make prints when I was a kid. It was really fun. Uh, when I lived in the Portland area from the early 80s to the mid-90s, I took a lot of pictures there, of course. One photo in particular I really liked was from the West Hills, probably uh, Pittock Mansion area, looking east across downtown towards Mount Hood. So you saw the skyline of downtown, you saw Mount Hood in the distance. It was at dusk which meant that it was on a tripod and it was a time-lapse photo. I was experimenting just to see what I was get. So when I developed it and printed it later, it was fun to see that there was a dot, a series of dots across. I went, oh, that's an airplane going across with its flashing light. That was kind of cool. But the thing is, I can't find that photo now. <laughs> I don't know where it is. I don't have a print of it. I did print it up, but I ended up giving it away. And it's weird who I gave it to because it was like um, 8 by 10 or 11 by 17, one of those. And this was the early 80s. And I was in radio at the time. And I uh, got to be somewhat friendly for a short time with a guy by the name of Billy Gibbons, who plays guitar for ZZ Top. And I gave the print to him because he was a big fan of Portland. He was a friend of a friend. And, and I gave it to him one night. And he thought that was kind of cool. But I don't know where I don't I don't know where the negative is. He's got it, I think, unless he tossed it out. You never know. Uh, so it's just kind of weird. So over the years, I've scanned a lot of those old photos onto my computer. Uh, years ago, probably ten years ago, I started doing this a little bit. I had, my my dad had a scanner, and I would use that. Although they weren't great quality, for some reason I, I wasn't really into doing it as high a quality as I should have. There's some dust in there, and so a lot of the pictures have some marks and stuff on them. But I still have a lot of them there. Uh, and what I'd like to do is start all over, which is, you know, we'll see what happens about that, right? <laughs> hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is Trade Show Guy, Monday morning coffee. So glad you could join me this week. I have a new microphone. You see this? It's a, uh, hang on, hang on. Dog barking. <laughs> Are you done? Scruffy, come here. As I was saying before, Scruffy thought the mailman was here, and he's not. He just kind of jumped. Um, I got this new microphone. An Audio-Technica, an old radio buddy, gave me the advice. I said, hey, my, my Yeti blue microphone just died, stopped working. Got any suggestions for a good USB mic? Uh, this is it. I found it. Uh, I got it. I'm trying it out. I really like it so far, so uh, we'll see how it goes. A cardioid condenser microphone USB. Uh, it sounds pretty good to me, so... <laughs> uh, like I said, Tim Patterson, trade show guy. I own trade show guy exhibits. It's a really busy couple of months for us because we're doing a lot of projects for clients for Natural Products Expo West. More uh, on that on the blog as time goes on, tradeshowguyblog.com. Um, and yes, so let's talk about data backup, all kinds of data. You know, I was reading this the other day. There's a great article in the New York Times I read. Uh, there are two kinds of computer people, in my opinion, those that back up data regularly, have lots of backups, and those that will, because they're going to lose a bunch of it, and they go, gosh, I, 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 I got to get that done. So uh, over half of computer and device owners lose data sometime during the year. 25% don't back up anything at all, and only 6% have an automatic continuous backup set. I've had 
a number of backups over the years. Um, you know, I had a hard drive fail years ago. Well, more than one, I suppose, really. So several years ago, I got the online remote data backup tool, Carbonite. It's it's proven to be pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. They have an app to go with it. You can download stuff. And I, I do admit that there have been times it saved my butt on the trade show floor. I could grab something off of a... Uh, a hard drive or backup and and view it right then and there, whatever the case may be, a file that I needed at the time. Um, and that's been really good. However, for some reason, as as this keeps getting updated, my phone, the app doesn't follow it as, as closely and it's hard to get all the files and it's hard to, anyway, it's just, it's not the way I would like it to be. So I'm kind of looking at something else. And one that I just heard about, in fact, is called Backblaze. So I'm in the process of checking that out. I got a 15-day trial. The thing with Carbonite is I found out over time that it wouldn't automatically back up video files. I do a lot of video, and you had to tell it to do that, and sometimes you had to pay extra to do that. And then they started adding external drives. You could back up external. I've got like three external drives on my laptop at any given time, and it'll only back up one of them. So you have to pick one, which it'll back up, and I got so much different stuff on there. But I have all these backup drives. Um because of the fact of the matter I've lost data over the years, I don't want to lose data again. So um, uh, I'm just curious about your data usage. So I have a, a MacBook Time Machine archive, something that looks kind of like this. Uh, they got, I, I got them going back like eight years. I've had this uh, laptop for eight years. It's been a good little workhorse. And so I've got maybe four hard drives dedicated just to that. I also have several external hard drives that hold music and video and business files and personal files. And since I know that hard drives will eventually fail, all of them at some point, uh, most of the music and photos and video I have are on more than one drive. They're on redundant drives in at least two or three places. So I just I must have 10 or 15 hard drives. And of course, as time goes on, you can get more data storage for less money. I think this is a five terabyte drive that I got right here that's currently backing up some stuff. Um, what did I pay for that? 150, 140 bucks? Um, geez, so the price of data storage has just gone down and down and down. So uh, there was a time I lost a bunch of data, including including some photos and music. Uh, most music, I think, is really replaceable, although there are certainly some albums you have and I have that, as you can tell, I have lots of them back there, that uh, would never make it to, to CD. And so the only copy you have is the copy you have, you know, unless you have a friend that has one. So, you know, when you lose stuff, uh, it doesn't feel good, especially when you're using like personal photos. It, it kind of, if you lose a hard drive and you lose a bunch of personal photos, kind of out of the time when I was uh, living with a friend in Portland in an apartment, we had a bunch of stuff in a storage room locked in the basement of the apartment house. There was like an eight plex or something like that. Well, the place got sold. The new owner said to his low level employee, go clean out the basement. And the guy went and broke all the locks and took everything out of all the, the, Storage units. Actually, we caught him halfway through and saved some stuff. But, I mean, he threw out tons of stuff, everybody's stuff. Uh, you know, old high school yearbooks of mine, childhood photos, grade cards, a bunch of other personal stuff that I had in there. And so we had to kind of settle up. We, we had a little bit of money out of it, but you didn't get the stuff back. So back up your stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, back to the archiving. I actually have an interesting project that's been going on for months and I probably mentioned, if you read my newsletter, I talk about some of the cassettes I'm listening to. I, I've literally got thousands of cassettes, thousands of albums, thousands of photo, photo negatives from an earlier part of my life. And, and someday I'm going to croak and all that stuff's going to be there. But in the meantime, I kind of want to enjoy it. So I've been doing this archiving project, cassettes, 
uh, a lot of my albums, scanning photos and things, moving stuff from the digital world, or excuse me, from the analog world to the digital world is time consuming. Like I started this several hundred, maybe a thousand cassette project in, uh, I think, July. And here it is, February. And I'm just now completing it. Maybe have a few left to go. Um, but I got all sorts of stuff. I got uh, old air checks, which is tapes we used to run of ourselves when we were on the air. I've got uh, mixtapes uh, that I made, as well as friends uh, gave me in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Album copies that I would borrow an album and then record it onto a cassette and then give the album back. CDs, the same thing. So I've got a lot of those, actually. So a lot of this music and stuff I have not heard for 10, 15, 20, 25 years. I pull up cassettes from the, seriously, late 70s, early 80s, and it's kind of fun to listen to them. (laughs) And what about all those photos on your phones? Do you back those up? Uh, I was at uh, Christmas dinner a little over a month ago at my mom's, my 90-year-old mom's, and I was talking with um, a niece and and some, some of my nephew's wives and I made I asked somebody so because they're all on their phone right they're just looking at stuff sharing pictures got the baby pictures and all that stuff and I said so do you back up your phone do you back up your pictures and 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 we had an interesting discussion about that let's put it that way uh one woman said no I don't I need to do that another chimed in says get the google drive back up or google back up or something so there's a lot of stuff and I realized as I was kind of thinking about talking about data backup on my phone all the pictures I've got backed up on my computer. From there, I archive them onto the the MacBook uh, Time Machine. I also go to Google, and there's an app that that I have. I have Microsoft's uh, Office 365, and there's a OneDrive app, and that uploads them all to that. Dropbox automatically archives all of my pictures. And I also have Amazon Prime, and I think my photos are automatically backed up there, but I haven't checked for a long time, so I, I don't. That's not where I really source them. If I want to dig something out of uh, you know 2007 or 2011, I'll typically go to Dropbox or Google because Google has a pretty good way to find things. Uh, Microsoft's OneDrive, I'm not as familiar with, although it backs up there. I think, well, what the heck? It's free. I pay for the service. I might as well do it. Same with Amazon Prime. I suppose if you pay for the service, you should probably use it. Um, <laughs> It's just one of the very many things you get with the Amazon Prime. So that kind of leads me to the trade show tip of the week is record keeping. If you have read my book at all, the trade show success book, I think chapter 13 to 14 has to do with record keeping. I always urge everyone to back everything up, keep all sorts of records because, you know, you're two or three down the line. You want to look back and see uh, what happened at the show uh, that you were at, uh, you know, two and a half years ago, because someone will have a question about, well, does the booth set up this way? Or do you do that? Or what did we do? But who was there? You know, did, and, and do you have a picture of such and such? And if you have it all on file somewhere, you can grab it and pass it around. And so I, I always get back from a show with, you know, hundreds of pictures of booths that I like, client booths, but there always comes a time, some time between this show and the one a year down the line, someone will ask a question and I'll go back to my archives and go, I don't have a picture of that. Even though I got 50 pictures of the booth, I don't have a close-up of whatever they asked about. So I've learned over time to take more close-ups of that. So keep records, back up your data. It all ties in. And that's my trade show tip of the week. Finally, this week's uh, one good thing has to do with the Portland Trailblazers starting point guard, Damian Lillard, just named to the fourth all-star game he's uh, one of the uh, nba all-star game reserves just named this is his fourth time 
Uh, and he is uh, one of three players in the NBA this season, along with LeBron James and James Harden, averaging 26 points a game, six assists a game, and 4.6 rebounds during the season. He is so fun to watch, and I'm so glad that he is spending his career in Portland. I hope he never leaves. I hope he retires here, whatever that'll be. And not only that, he's just a great kid. He's, what, 27 now, maybe, uh, in the prime of his career, and he's so good at what he does. It's fun to watch. But he is such a great supporter of the community. He's always out at schools and places and and, and helping the community out. Uh, he's really grown in Portland, and he's grown up a lot in Portland. And it's just great to see, and I'm, I'm glad to see he's getting the recognition. Again, I mean, he was Rookie of the Year, unanimous Rookie of the Year. Uh, I think this is his seventh season, so that would have been six, uh, seven years ago. But he's an all-star again. Now, way to go, Damien. Have yourself a great week. This is Trade Show Guy, Monday Morning Coffee.